Hello, friends. Kirk Henderson and Josh Bo coming to you just before 9 o'clock on March 29th. I think it's Tuesday. I'm not entirely sure. The Dallas Mavericks just beat the pants off the Los Angeles Lakers 128 to 110, and that final score doesn't really reflect how brutal of an ass-kicking it was. How are you, Josh? I'm doing pretty good. The Mavericks destroy the Lakers. The Lakers are currently not even in the playing tournament. Uh, and, and the Mavericks game is over before nine o'clock local time. Mm. Like what? This is like the Holy Trinity that we have right now. This is amazing. It's, it's a great <laughs> feeling. And, you know, it was a national television game and the, the first, <laughs> the Mavericks at one point, like couldn't win a national television game to save their lives. And now Luka Doncic is, is he's must watch television. He put up a hysterical 34, 12 and 12 in just 30 minutes. Uh, he could have finished after 25 minutes. He didn't do anything for about a five minute stretch. Um, and he just carved the Lakers apart. Uh, he played Dwight Howard off the floor within five minutes, never to be seen again. And it was just, it was just a, a you know, a performance piece for Luca. Um, it, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> yeah. One turnover, uh, which is also one turnover. Names. Holy one, shit. Yeah. One turnover. <laughs> Uh, he was a plus 21, and uh, I feel like that somehow even undersells uh, his impact in the game. Um, yeah, it was crazy. I noted I wrote our, our stats piece right before this, and technically he played under 30 minutes. He technically played like 29 minutes and 39 seconds. It's the first time he's been under 30 minutes in a game uh, since February 6th. So, I mean, not only was it awesome to watch, but it was like much needed. Like they just needed a game like this, uh, even – that Utah game, which was a blowout, you know, they they didn't get to the, the blowout part until the second half. Like, this game was over. I mean, this game was over like the first five minutes. I mean, this game was over like the first 30, like the first possession, it felt like. Bobby, I mean, Bobby summed this up something beautifully. Bobby Corral of, of Mavs.com. He said, the Mavericks reached the 100-point mark with just under seven minutes remaining in the third quarter. Yeah. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so that means over the next 19 minutes – they only scored 28 points. <laughs> like, and so like they were just, they, they could have hung 180 points on the Mavericks tonight, or on the Lakers tonight if they wanted uh, to. Right. And they, everyone thankfully got some minutes off, although it was kind of weird to see like Brunson and, and Dinwiddie like on the floor with like four minutes left. But that's whatever. That's like nitpicking. Well, it was, I mean, it, it was amazing. It was an amazing watch. It's nitpicking, but then you go down the roster and you look at what the Mavericks threw out there for like the last <laughs> six and a half minutes. And like, that's why they played. Like yeah, Josh Green was true. the point guard. Boban, Mar- like Marquise Chris was the Dallas Mavericks small forward. <laughs> it was hilarious. Like that. I mean, but this just that goes to our kind of depth comment where it's, you know, they they just don't have the guys and that's OK. Like you, you, you don't need guys night in and night out. They're only going to play seven in the playoffs anyway, some games, but this was, this was really something, you know, Dwight Powell was, was in his bag getting, you know, nine, 12 points and eight rebounds, you know, Brunson just looked like quiet, like he Brunson was quietly terrible, but got to the line six times. And so it's like, if you're doing one thing, one area in terms of getting to the free throw line, if your bucket's not falling, like, that's fine. We'll take that. You know, even Maxi Kleba had a cup had a couple of good plays. He was a plus nineteen after looking like a train wreck for the better part of two months or you know a month now. Yeah, everyone seemed to to chip in, in in a certain way. Reggie Bullock has now made twelve three pointers in the last two games he's played. Whoa, uh, yeah, uh, he is twelve of nineteen from three. 
in the last two games, 23 points against the Jazz, now 17 points against the Lakers. So uh, they feel unbeatable. I mean, it's obvious like when guys make shots, you're, you're a better team. But particularly with him, uh, they feel unbeatable when he's when he's shooting you know, a really elite number. Uh, mm-hmm. And crazy enough, he was sh- entering this game, he was shooting 29% from three, uh, which goes to show just he has been one of the streakiest players uh, on the roster. Um, so so they desperately need need him to do this, especially Tamar Dewey Jr. is not coming back. Uh, it was really fun to see. And I mean, it's just nice to be like, you know, LeBron James, Anthony Davis declared an act, you know, not playing before the game starts. And you're like, holy crap, the Mavericks should just wallop this team. And yeah. they did. Like, that's that's always nice to see that. I mean, it's it's absurd, like how awful this like the Lakers were bad are struggling even when LeBron and Davis are playing. So, like, without them, I mean, they were basically like a glorified G League team at, at times. I mean, it was it was really difficult to watch. So it was really good just to see the Mavericks just handle their business. I mean, that's two games in a row now that the Ma- you you looked at the circumstance and you go, okay, the Mavericks should win this game comfortably, and they've done that. So, you know, well, kudos, and, kudos and you know, taking it, like, I don't feel bad for no, I don't Mavericks either. winning. Like, no. taking advantage of luck happens. You have to actually take advantage of it. Right. And are the Mavericks, like the Mavericks are really like they're, let's just go look at the standings real quick. The Mavericks are, are, are within, we're going to know by, by the time that, that, you know, games are closing tomorrow night, whether the Mavericks are really going to have a shot at the three seat. I mean, they're currently one direct game back from golden state, golden state plays tomorrow night against Phoenix and the Mavericks play tomorrow night against Cleveland. And uh, I've been saying for the better part of two, for two weeks now that it is unlikely that the Mavericks will overtake for the three seed. But I, I've kind of like, as you get closer and as the, the odds get a little tighter, the Mavericks have a, uh, still have, like it's still on, uh, you know, because they're behind, it's still going to be an uphill battle, but like they have an earnest to goodness opportunity to really become the three seed by the end of the week. It's crazy. Yeah. And you talk about luck, like the Mavericks seem to have everything going and the Warriors, no Steph and Draymond's in and out of the lineup. Like, but you know, you don't, that's the NBA, man. I mean, the Mavericks have been snake bitten plenty of times over the last three years with COVID and injuries and Luca missing time and you know having Kristaps on the roster. Like, I mean, they've gone through their own stuff. So, uh, I think you've you've been saying this for a while. You know, it's not necessarily how you start in the NBA; it's how you finish. So, it's got to be nice to see them peaking. You know, just weeks before the playoffs start. Uh, well, to- and, and that's what they're doing. And, and I, you know, I don't want to, like, leave this game, but there's just yeah. not much to say about yeah, it. They killed like, a bad team. They killed a bad team, and, you know, his, his crimes were committed at one point. It was <laughs> it was vicious. Um, and the Lakers were so bad, just kind of, like, not not to move away from I want to look at this, like, one more time. The, the like, Monk and Westbrook had a combined, like, 53 points at one point, and no one else could do anything. Like supposed superstar Taylor Horton Tucker continues to be just not good at basketball, and there wasn't anybody else that could do anything. They had a guy named like Waylon Gabriel who was you know played real hard, but it's it's like watching you know 2017 Mavericks basketball with some of these guys they have on the roster. It's like, what yeah. is going on here? Yeah, that's a great um, way to describe it. Evan Mobley is out tomorrow night against against the Cavaliers. I, I don't want to like jump ahead on that game directly, but I kind of feel like 
feel like the Mavericks like like that it's to do our due diligence just to start kind of talking about that in advance because it's crazy to me that their Mavericks are getting this sort of injury luck and it's not you know it's a little bit ugly to like say that out loud but you know they're, they're without Jared Allen and Evan Mobley like the two guys who have really helped lock down their defense it's that's not the Mavericks could just they could go in and kick the crap out of Cleveland tomorrow yeah, that's crazy. So no Mobley, no Allen. They play the Lakers with no. So that's three straight games where, what each team they're playing is missing their top two out of their top three players. I'm the checking, I'm checking the injury report. And yeah. So already as of right now, that the, the so this is as of of the most recent NBA injury report. It Allen and Mobley are out, and you can't. You yeah, can't do like you can't go back and and Colin Sexton is out according to this. Oh yeah, yeah he's, of course he's out. out. Duh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I read that as Darius Garland, like right. small guards. I blanked them in my mind. But, like that's crazy. Yeah. It's you know you, you don't want. You, you mean you only <laughs> you only can play who's in front of you and like I've I've been I've been joking with with um a couple of friends of mine today. Uh, you know, and people who listen to this podcast will be able to listen to us without yelling at me about this. Like the funniest possible outcome for these Dallas Mavericks is getting all the way to the Western Conference Finals and then re-signing everyone like we're uh Portland in twenty like twenty seventeen. Oh, whatever. Why, why would you say that? Come on, man. <laughs> Have a good night. What are you doing? <laughs> We're having a great time. You gotta do that. Uh, no, just because I mean like like l- but let's be clear, like the path ahead of them is realistic and we are not exactly the most positive dudes and there's a real path for them in the first round to play somebody who is not great in either the fourth as if they're the fourth seed or the third seed teams that are struggling com- relative to what the Mavericks are going through and that's like it just hasn't been that way because we played the, the the Mavericks have played the Clippers two years in a row against like a death machine it's just a different deal yeah, I mean, what if the Mavericks are playing to play the Cleveland team tomorrow, and the and the Warriors are playing the Suns? So, uh, <laughs> what, I mean, the Mavericks could be in third place by tomorrow night because I believe they have the tiebreaker on the Warriors because they've won. Uh, well, haven't they won what two out of three against the Warriors? Could be mistaken. Um, I mean, the, the Suns are on a mission so, to to embarrass teams. They're yeah. mad because they're so much better than everyone else, and people have just stopped talking about them because they're not interesting. Right. But man, I mean, like you said, I mean, Mavericks could be in third by tomorrow. If they're in third, that means they're playing. I mean, they're either playing Utah, Denver or Minnesota. And I, you know, not to say that those are cakewalk first round series, but I think Mavs fans and us included would feel comfortable in their chances in that first round. And then the second round, they don't play the, they would not play the Phoenix Suns. They would play either Memphis or whoever Memphis plays, if Memphis gets upset and, you know, the Mavericks have done really well against Memphis. I mean, man, I mean, things are, things are good right now. I mean, the vibes are great. I mean, I, I, this is probably, I mean, this is probably the, the, the best we felt about this team since like, what like November 2019 or yeah. December 2019 like it's yeah it's when they were just right dudes down I don't know there was the there was the the, the bubble. there was some bubble games that were pretty yeah. good and there were some eight like March 2020 games before COVID shut everything down yes. where Porzingis looked like basketball Jesus yep 
Yep. But probably it hasn't been since then that we felt this confident. But this is yeah, this is one of the best best segments. I mean, we're just having a great time. I don't Mm -hmm. know. It's funny because I, you know, the the Jordan wrote us wrote a really, you know, he he covered the power rankings today, and the Mavericks are like slowly crawling up everybody's lists in spite of the fact that no one seems to understand how the Mavericks are doing this. And (laughs) I said this to a good friend of mine who covers basketball nationally, where I, I essentially said. I sometimes don't understand it either, but game in game out, they seem to sort of surprise people and they're, you know, they're getting the benefit of some injury luck at the right time. I mean, this will be tomorrow night's game will be the third straight game where a, like the other team's most important, at least one of their most important players aren't playing and it's, you know, too bad. I'll take yeah. it. I don't care. Yeah. It's very funny. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm on cleaning the glass, uh, dot com right now very respected stat site and the mavericks net rating in the last two weeks is uh 15th in the league <laughs> and right. it's it's weird because you're like wait uh it's actually you know a little lower than it was like you know in like february where they were like you know seven or eight when they were really their defense was really cranking um so it's very weird like the last two weeks they've had some you know, it's probably a combination of they've they've squeaked out some nail biters and then the losses were blowouts. But these, you know, this Houston game, Utah game, this Lakers game uh, will probably help uh, balance that out a little bit. Sure. Uh, yeah, it's weird. You could say they're not even playing their best basketball uh, in the last two weeks, but they just keep winning games. And I think that's a testament to the fact that they're just a bit more spunky on the defensive end, even if their defense has slipped slightly since, you know, in the last couple of weeks uh and i mean they finally have what we've been screaming about like there's there's finally another guy on the team that can do stuff that can dribble and chew gum at the same time with spencer didwitty and maybe that's really all they needed i guess i guess i mean everything else has fallen into place that's it's it's a great time i'm i'm having i'm having fun um and i've all you know just because i'm a petty shit and i don't care um espn on it uh espn nba's twitter account shared this international MVP candidates, Luka Doncic, Joel Embiid, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Nikola Nikola Jokic. And I just got to say, it's so wonderful for those of us who just enjoy basketball to get to embrace how fun and diverse the game is right now, where those four guys that I just listed, every single one of them plays an extremely different style of basketball. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, we just like we're really blessed to like like you know I'm not sure if you you probably didn't like watch this just because we're watching the Mavs game. I flipped over to this Bucks Sixers game. It was outstanding. They want the Bucks won on a last second block of Joel Embiid over. Um, I'm sorry of Giannis Antetokounmpo blocking an Embiid putback. It was it was insane. And it's just like. You know, night in, night out, we're like treated with with such fun basketball, and and you know, I just there's a lot of people who who watch who who can I don't know I don't even know if people watch it, but they're like tangentially pay attention to the sport and don't seem to like it that much. And it's just like there's such a there's just so much like great basketball night in, and I I I couldn't be I get really tired sometimes because it's like the, it, there's a relentlessness in covering this, but it's just this is fun. This is you know it's this is what we've been working for. You know, you started covering the site in 2012. I came on in 2013. You know, this is why you do this for this long is to hopefully get a chance to cover some basketball that's fun and meaningful. God, it's been a it's been a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Mavericks haven't hosted a first round playoff series since I joined the site, uh, which is yeah. really 
for frightening. Um, yeah. So yeah, this it's, is the most promising team in, in over a decade. The Mavericks have an inside track at a home court playoff series, and they have been bananas at home since the start of the year. Since January third, yeah, they have before tonight they were eighteen and or yeah they're eighteen four I think. Yep, like that's crazy. So yeah. so now they're nineteen and four. There's just a lot. Yeah, there's I don't know. We're babble. I'm babbling at this point because I wanted our podcast to be more than ten minutes long. <laughs> but hey, we're gonna be back tomorrow night. Um, yeah. they play. Cleveland. Cleveland Cavaliers, which should be fun. Another early-ish games. We'll be back here early. Uh, look for the green room. Josh, you have anything else? No, let's get out of here. Enjoy the night. Let's get out of here. All right, guys. Talk soon. Kirk Henderson, Josh Bow. Look for everything on your feeds. Appreciate your support, and we will talk soon.